welcome, welcome, welcome to Say Like a Champ, episode 194. It's your boy A-Dub. And your boy is Tristan. What's up, Black Bear? Back in the building. Back in the building. Um, this is a special edition of Say Like a Champ. This is kind of like a, a basketball edition, if you will. We are getting ready for the Western Conference Finals um, later on tonight. So we have it at a special time so that we can still watch the game. Because you know we got some Laker fans you know, on the panel. And uh, so um, that's why we're coming to you a little bit early. So, But if you're catching us, also we are going to play the replay at our normal 6 p.m. time because this is the Tuesday tradition. But, um, yes, thank you for rocking with us. And, uh, Struzzi, how are you feeling tonight? I'm feeling good, man. Like, you know, we, we talked about this early on in the playoffs. I was super excited. I, I wanted this. I wanted this for our teams. You know, I so said we definitely will talk about it. But we got, you know, the Miami Heat and the Eastern Conference Finals yet again. And and your boys back to the Western Conference Finals, man. It, it is it is as it should be. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that's what's up. Yes. Yes, definitely a lot to look forward to with that one getting started tomorrow. Um, but um, but we're going to get into our topics real quick. But um, we want to welcome in Unk. Um Hello from Texas. What's up, Unc? Uh, thank you for being with us. We also got Pops in the building. Good evening, Hello. Pops. What's up, Pops? And then we got um, Jonathan Cooley. What's good? Hello, What's dude. good? Um, and then also Stephanie Washington. Hey, hey, um, thank you for joining us. Sorry about switching up the time on everybody, but uh, we appreciate y'all rocking with us so we can, exactly. Exactly. We can get in this Lakers game. So that's what's up. Um, all right, I think we're going to go ahead and get things started. Um, we do want to give a shout-out to our brother, Matt Marcus. You know we love him very much. But he is busy. Um, he's out doing some big things, so hopefully we'll um, hear a little bit more about that next time we get a chance to catch up with him. But um, until then, I think I'm going to go ahead and pull up these graphics, and we'll go ahead and get into our, our first topic before we, we jump on these previews. What's up next? Oh, let's check it out, man, real quick. How tuned to NFL Talk. Let's get it. All right, NFL Topic, uh, NFL Talk. There's really no topics. It's kind of a blank canvas, you know what I'm saying? That's why we're starting off like this. Um, not too many graphics for NFL talk, honestly. But um, but one thing I did want to say is the schedule was released last Thursday, and the Chargers definitely won the schedule release. Um, every year it's becoming a new thing of, you know, who can come up with the most creative way, right, to drop their schedule um, in the NFL. So all the media departments get their chance to kind of shine and so show their personality. Um, so I, I definitely wanted to give a shout-out to the Chargers, though, Theirs was fire, man. Um, oh, it was so dope, bro. Tell me what you, yeah, thought about it. Dog, like, you know me, man. I'm a huge anime fan, right? So, like, I've been an anime fan since I was a kid. As an adult, I still tune in to what I can, man. And, like, I just felt like they they murdered this year, bro. Like, it was, it was phenomenal. Everything about it was so incredibly dope, dude. And if you watch anime, you get to see a lot of the uh, kind of hidden Easter eggs and hidden, you know, um, right. and things that you you wouldn't have recognized um, if you don't. So uh, hats off to them. It, it was it was too legit. Yeah, yeah, it was dope. I was thinking like honestly, the video was cool enough to where I was kind of thinking we should do a breakdown of it as yeah. a separate video and talk about all the references. And I was gonna say I needed your help, you know, on some of the anime stuff. I know that there's some different things in there I probably missed, but just being a football fan and knowing football, I definitely see what they were going for. But um, yeah. Yeah, I think that that is worthy of a whole breakdown, and hopefully, maybe we can do that soon, or we'll just go through that and kind of talk about all the different references that they made. But um, some of them here, Bill Belichick's was super gangster, and then the yeah. Chiefs, uh, the Chiefs, um, the super fan that was a bank robber this last offseason, they used him as a reference, so that was really tough. <laughs> yeah. That's um, but that's what's up with that. But nothing really else for NFL um, talk. Um, there's a few little things, minor things here and there, but we can get into it. We have a long offseason to go now that the draft has wound up. The schedule is out. 
Um, so we'll be doing some previews and some breakdowns over the summer until kind of o OTAs get going. So Jonathan Cooley says, what was the Pats reference? So it had Bill Belichick, and he was basically like in stone, and he was like connected, right, to like a machine. And then he had all these monitors in front of him that had um, like basically game film and like live feeds from like all the different stadiums, kind of like their um, – their 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 footage, their stolen footage. So yeah, that was super tight. But it was like he was just sitting there, like kind of halfway bored, but just watching everything, just taking everything in. So yeah, <laughs> that was that was pretty cool. Dude, I'm gonna I'm uh, I decided to uh, go out to North Carolina for the Texans game, so I'm gonna go watch uh, Bryce and uh, and Stroud go at it, and then oh, that's uh, what's up. Yeah, so one of my boys lives in North Carolina. He was like, yo, get out here for one of the games, and you can stay with me, and he'll buy the ticket. So um, I was thinking about going to the uh, the Minnesota game, but it's kind of early in the season. Um, but so I, just to be more realistic, I'm going to check the Texans game out, and the Texans game is pretty not as uh, expensive. So I want to check that out, and then I still want us to get to, to Dallas to see a, a Cowboys game too. And I think I think we play the Panthers. Actually, well, that's the thing. Yeah, the Cowboys play at the Panthers this year. Oh, that's so. right. It was, it was so. a game for us. I know I was thinking that would be a cool game to go to, but that's what's up, man. I'm glad you're you're gonna make it out there yeah. and definitely probably get some content while you're at it. So that, that's what's oh, up. You, you know it. That's gonna be a big matchup, but we'll see. I, I think still think though Bryce Young is kind of a little bit better spot, you know, based on what the Panthers have around him than the Texans. Oh, absolutely. But we'll see because I'm kind of rooting for D'Amico Ryan's too. So <laughs> yeah, Brad, I feel I feel that. Um, all right. That's all we're gonna do for NBA or NFL talk. We're gonna go ahead and move into NBA talk real quick. And actually, first, we're going to go kind of other sports, but this is kind of our basketball edition. So um, this is basketball, too. Becky Hammond and the Las Vegas Aces actually got in trouble earlier today and um, was kind of interesting um, circumstances. But Dierica um, Cambry um, was recently given a big contract extension, and um, they actually were, were fined and they lost a draft pick because of um, improper promises, I guess, they gave during the, the contract negotiations. Um, so that was very interesting. But also there's more backlash, too, and, and Becky Hammond herself was suspended two games for her conduct in relation to um, into Dierica Hamby. And she actually was making references to her, like, becoming pregnant and her not being available, basically, to be on the roster for this upcoming season. And um, that kind of led to their falling out and led to Dierica Hamby being traded, actually. She's being traded to the – um, the LA Sparks. So um, pretty crazy situation, but Becky Hammond already making noise over there in her first season as a head coach in the WNBA, she wins the championship. Um, yeah. But it's kind of sad to see this end of the seesaw to see it kind of turn negative on her. But uh, what did you think about this? Yeah, I thought it was kind of crazy too. And like you said, man, she, um, she did, she, she did so well in her first season. You know, not, not surprising though. Know, she was dead. You know, if you could, you could uh, learn under a coach in the NBA who better than pop, right? Um, and I, I think that that really, really helped out in the WNBA winning a championship pretty handily, you know, her first year, honestly. Um, so, but but seeing, you know, the kind of like the, the backlash or the backside of it, you know, the ugly side of it um, kind of stinks, you know what I mean? So we'll, you know, we'll see. We'll bounce back. Uh, these things happen. Um, I, I think he is trying to do maybe too much right now, you know what I'm saying? And that, that led to the suspension and, and, and the falling out between her and Hamby. Uh, but I do think that I think one of one of one of Becky Hammond's things I think she is trying to do is she, I think she is trying to kind of force not forcefully but you know get 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 these players you know on, on the women's side a little bit more money and I, and I can respect that so 
Uh, hopefully, we try to do things the the writer way. You know what I'm saying? The more the better way. But uh, right, this was this was crazy. But she definitely did. Uh, like I said, like Stephanie said, she definitely did a did a handy dirty. Yep. No, yeah, I agree. I agree. And like you said, you know, maybe it is a it probably is a case of doing too much. Um, don't let you know wanting to win or or you know the goal and the team get in the way of real life situations. You know. Um, like, you know, like children and family like that. That's more important at the end of the day than a game. So. Um, so, yeah, I agree with that. Um, also want to welcome Grace to the show. She says, happy Tuesday, everyone. Hello, Grace. Welcome, Grace. Thanks for so being good. here. And Stephanie Washington says, come out to Vegas for Raiders preseason game against Cowboys. I didn't realize that that would be dope. That would give us yep. a chance to see the stadium. And be a little bit cheaper than uh, yes, I'll say. And price wise, it might be it might be nice. We, we, you know, we might have to do that stuff. We might actually have to do that for real. Yeah, it still might be ex- more. It still might be expensive just because it's the Cowboys and everything. But that would be pretty tight, though. Yeah, I think that would be. I think that would be sick. Um, all right, uh, let's move into another um, another story that we have to talk about. And I don't want to spend too much time on it because this is Slack Express. But here we go again. John Morant um, back with his buddy and um, back with back with another incident of him flashing a gun on Instagram live. Um, just a couple months after the last time where he was suspended and went to counseling, went to a, a, a facility, I guess it was, um, in like kind of like a rehab for a little while and came back, talked about how much that he was going to change this narrative that was painted, that it wasn't really him, that it wasn't even his gun. Um, so, Strizzy, what are, your, what are your thoughts on John Morant now after this one, and what do you think he's he's facing next? I say, I mean, they suspended him immediately. But I say, one, suspend him indefinitely, which seems like that's what it is. They didn't give it a time frame. And when he'll be back to be able to, you know, uh, and, and go indulge, if you will, in, in Memphis activities. Um, but number one, suspend indefinitely, right? Like it, this, this literally goes to show he learned absolutely nothing, right? Like right. This, this was not only was it too soon after the first incident, but it's the same exact incident. This isn't something different, right? It's not like, oh, he had the gun incident and then he kept hanging out with his boy and maybe they got in trouble at a club for something totally Different, like no, it's the literally same exact thing on live with a gun that he just it, like it, everything, right? He just got done talking about you know when they when the Lakers beat them in the playoffs, how um, you know his off the court stuff, right? Yeah, 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 his off the court stuff, you know, really like hurt them. And dog, like, two we gonna have two weeks later this, you know? What I mean, it, that's unfortunate. It sucks too because it it really puts the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, in, in a bad spot, right? Do we do you want to lose a superstar like Jaw at this point for probably nothing, right? Because another franchise who's gonna want to possibly take him on is going to say, you know, all of the risk is on us. Right. We can't give you X amount of first round picks. We're not gonna give you, you know, another superstar of the same. We're taking value. the risk. Yeah, yeah, equal value. So you know, he's not a it's not a bad player to be stuck with. He's, he's, he's amazing. Right. Like We know this. But at the same time, it's like, can we trust him? And right. when you start when you lose trust in somebody, you essentially lost everything. And I don't know what it is. He's only 23 years old. But for whatever reason, he still doesn't understand the type of uh, impact that he has on, on so many other people, kids, kids included, not right. just himself. You know what I'm saying? And we talked about this the last time it happened, you know, Where's your, where's his dad, man? Like, like we're somebody, just anybody. Some, we're his mom too. His mom's around. Like somebody's got to get in there and really let him. Like, cause let's let's be honest, man. Like it's not just his money. That's his family's money too. 
You know what I'm saying? Right. At, at the end of the day, like you want to be able to provide and take care of your family. This is how you do it. And you're messing with your money. You're messing with hundreds of millions of dollars, not thousands of dollars, 230 million to be exact. And that's just yeah. your NBA contract. Don't mess this up. Right. No, I, I agree completely. And I think that the timing is poor. It's never a good time for this, but the fact that it is the off season, that this is going to linger, this is going to be the one question that there's nothing really he can do to prove anybody that, okay, I've changed or I'm back on the right track or anything like that. Um, it's going to be a story for a long time and we'll see how long he ends up suspended. I think potentially all of next year. Um, yeah. And um, he's got, I think he's going to, yeah, I think he's going to have a lot of time to sit around and, and, and think about everything. And that's going to still come with some type of taboo around his name, like, you know, regardless as he moves forward. So, um, yeah. Um, uh, thank you for joining the show, Kelly. Kelly's here uh, tonight. She says, give me the money and I'll do something better with it. For <laughs> sure. Absolutely. Like, that's for just, real. you know, that's such an opportunity. And especially, you know, you know, in the NBA where it is essentially guaranteed money, um, you know, but it can be taken away depending on how far things go. But, um, but yeah. Um, Unk says Jaw lost forty million this past weekend in incentives, but he's hood. Um, and that's the thing; it seems like he wants to prove that he's hard. But it's like you don't have to do anything. You know, you don't have to do that. You know, you're a basketball player. Like, Seriously. just um, you know, just just chill, just do your thing. But um, but he's he's dead set on trying to be a rapper more so than a, than a basketball player. So, um, and really, just the rapper lifestyle. Like, it's like 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 dude, well, fake rapper lifestyle, right? Like, I mean. Yeah. Like, I, I was saying it the other day, it's like, your life's not like a music video, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're riding around the car with your boy, like, you know, flashing your gun and stuff like that. That's just, exactly. um, you know, that's exactly. just kind of immature, it's reckless. And I appreciate yeah. the, the uh, comments from the slackers as well. Um, but yeah, hopefully we'll, you know, uh, see what happens, you know, and, and find out a little bit more about this soon. But either way, it's going to be a long time dealing with this incident for... Um, which at the time on the the one that happened on Sunday, 135 people on his boy's Instagram live, you know, and, and he wants to do that. Um, a lot more people ended up seeing it than that. So, um, mom's in the building. She says, "Sorry, I'm late. No worries. Uh, yep. Always glad you're here. You know, always a good time to join. No, no worries. Um, but all right, we'll keep it moving. We got a few more things to talk about before we can do these previews. Um, and that is some exits. We got the Knicks. Nothing really too much to say here. I don't want to say that they overachieved, but this is kind of who they were, right? Second round exit team. Mm -hmm. um, any thoughts on the Knicks, really? Uh, I got to give a little bit of a shout out to Brunson. You know what I mean? Like, honestly, like, I, I didn't I didn't think he was this good. You know what I mean? Uh, in, in a sense, I, I really didn't think him going to the Knicks was going to be that. I knew it was going to help, right? Like, we knew, you know, we knew what, how, how the games he had in Dallas last year, but I didn't. I didn't really know how good he was, man. He balled out, bro. Like, he really played well, like, especially against a very, very good defensive team like Miami. Like, we literally held them to under 100 points a game this whole series, and, and he, dude was averaging almost 40 of it. So hat, hats off to him, man. We, we're really, usually really good at shutting point guards down, and uh, he took it to us, but we just shut down the rest of the team, and they really couldn't do anything else to, uh, about that. But uh, you're right, probably overachieved a little bit. Um, but uh, – I don't know. We'll, we'll see what they do next year, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad Miami's moving on. <laughs> you know, right. what I'm saying? yeah. No, I feel that for sure, and I agree with the Brunson thing. Um, you know, he did do his thing. I kind of thought, okay, they overpaid to get him away from the Mavericks. You know, yeah. but you know, because every team in the NBA, they got to have a max player. They got to pay somebody. Yeah. Um, but no, he he really did. He really really did do really well for them. So, um, yeah. hats off to him. Unk says Julius Randle will be traded this summer. Um, I don't know. I kind of think that they might be stuck with them. 
Same. But uh, I, I don't know. You know, maybe he can. Um, I don't know if he's reached his potential yet, quite yet. It's hard to say. Honestly, career, but... I would honestly say get rid of. Uh, I would honestly say get rid of their coach before getting rid of Julius Randle. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Give him another chance. Build around because they just need a little bit, a couple more pieces. But um, Tibbs is great in the uh, regular season, but for whatever reason, he is a horrible playoff coach. Right. That's true. And that's, you know, it's tough when you have to make those adjustments and play the same team five, six, seven times in a row. You know, it, it yeah. is really hard. And that's why um, usually the better team makes it through. So, yeah. um, all right. Next up, we're saying goodbye to the Warriors. Um, and are we might be saying goodbye to the Warriors in their in this form, right? In their uh, quote unquote dynasty form, um, probably Draymond Green will not be back. Um, Clay's kind of not, kind of not the same. Jordan Poole um, disappeared. Uh, what are your thoughts to kind of uh, wrap up um, the season for the Golden State Warriors? Look, I know y'all are gonna disagree with me. I know you are. But yes, I think one, it's time to kind of look at shaking the roster up a little bit. You know what I mean? For one. But you got to look at Steve Kerr possibly being gone too. Oh wow! So you yeah. think he could join the crew of people being fired? I don't. I don't think they. I don't think they will. Right? I, I don't think they will. But number one, I definitely do think that one he did inherit a good team. Right? He inherited an amazing team that he really didn't have much of a hand in building. Number two, when this team isn't perfect, right? When they're not perfect, they don't even make the playoffs. I will give them the bubble year because Steph was injured and they got Wiseman. Following year, they didn't make the playoffs. And with, with and in the era of the play-in, they lose to the Lakers first, and then they lose to a sophomore John Morant Grizzlies team, and they still had the pieces to get there. The only person they were missing was Clay. Right. But they still had people to replace him. I just don't think Steve Kerr is good at making adjustments. I don't. No. I, I really don't. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's time for him to quite go. I think they'll still give him a crack at whatever roster. Oh, they, they definitely will. Um, they definitely and, and, will. I'm just saying, like, I still feel like the <laughs> – I, I feel like, number one, from this series, I feel like it, – now it's obvious they would never have beaten LeBron without KD, ever. Or, or – or, Well, they did the one time. But but they were gone. No Kyrie, no – no uh, Kevin no, Love. What's it called? They were both out. So Kyrie with the knee injury, and then uh, Kevin Love dislocated his shoulder. So they, and and he still took them to six games. So I think if he has one of them, I still don't think Golden State wins that championship. So they they will keep Kerr. He has the four championships behind yeah. him. But I think you kind of got to start really looking at what he's able to do in regards to developing players. Because aside from his three, he hasn't really done a good job with it. I mean, I, I, I mean, I agree with some of the points that you've made, but I don't know. I, I do think he is a good coach, but yeah, maybe they are time to just shake it up from the top to bottom. But um, the thing is, uh, I think that they got to have something to root for. And I think that they're still kind of selling that mystique of like Kerr, Curry combination, you know what I'm saying, to oh, the yeah. Warriors fans. Um, but I don't know. Um, Pops, Bob's disagrees. So he says Kerr is the best, certainly one of the best coaches. Can't fire him. He will leave when he's ready. Um, I love him um, personally. I think what he does, I think what he does, him and Pop, honestly, as far as being white coaches in the league, everything that they stand for and stand up for in regards to people who look like us, I completely agree. I think he's by far one of the, the greatest guys in, in general. And I'm not saying he's a bad coach. I'm not, I will never take, say that about him. I, I just sometimes it's like it, 
it feels to me when they like I, I don't I don't even understand them being so bad away this year. Like True, what was yeah. that about too? And I just feel like he's better than that with the team that they have, that that should have never been an issue. Gotcha. And, and Pops is right. Like, I'm saying they're not going to fire him. He'll leave when he's ready. But I do think that sometimes, like, there, there are some coaches that I don't think should have been fired that were. Yeah. And But you'd be okay know. if it was him. I, I don't I, even know if I'd be okay. I think that they, they really need to take a deeper look at it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they <laughs> think – Thanks, Steph. I appreciate that. Like, I think they need to take a deeper look at it. Like, it can't just be anytime they're down, he stands up and breaks the clipboard and thinks that that's going to change something. Like, <laughs> like yeah. it can't be. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. But I did think it was funny, and I I, I do agree with you because I, I when they after they lost to the Lakers the other day, they said that that was their first loss, playoff loss that wasn't in the finals. The first time that they lost a series, which was crazy. But that means. But I'm like, wait, they only won four out of – I mean, I, they won a lot, but, I mean, that, that means the other years they didn't even make the playoffs at all. Exactly. So that is kind of interesting to me. Um, but um, uh, Unk says Steve Kerr would do well in Phoenix. Um, that would be interesting. He says Golden State to make multiple trades. I think they will be a lot different. He says Mark Jackson, the next coach for Toronto. Uh, I, I don't know about that. But Pop says uh, doesn't like that. Um, I don't know. Let's talk about, uh, let's talk about another team, though. Real quick, that is replacing their coach, Monty Williams and the Suns, crashed out again since we talked last in the playoffs um, and in poor fashion, right? Down by 30 at halftime in an elimination game at home two years in a row. Monty Williams, I think he overachieved with his teams, but I think that it was kind of time for maybe a new voice. Um, interesting to see, though, now what, what KD will do. Um, what, is your, what is your quick take on the Suns? Because we got, sucks, we got right? to speed it up, actually. It kind of sucks. You know, one, I really like Monty. I, I don't like the firing, but I understand the firing, right? You can't, you can't get eliminated two years in a row by 30. <laughs> you, you just can't. That can't happen, right? Yeah. I, you can't do that. Um, but I think the thing that really kind of bothers me the most is that, like, at the end of the day, I feel like coaches are constantly held accountable and players are not, Right. Monty is going to get these players ready for games the same way he has all season. We've all we for two years we've talked about how great of an adjustment coach he is and and how well he put his the you know the rosters and stuff together and made adjustments to 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 the bench and everything like that. And I feel like it was really hard to do this year with the trade of KD as they lost their bench for after one. That yeah, it was it was too tough for him. There was nowhere else for him to go after that. Right, and I'm sorry. DeAndre Ayton is horrible. Watching him this playoff, it looks like he quit on Monty, and it almost looked like he did it on purpose to hopefully get him fired. With Monty, with Monty gone, it might actually be the fact that DA no longer gets traded. You know what I mean? And I think if Monty stays, DA definitely goes. So he was horrible, and he looked really, really bad. Yeah. He looked like he didn't want to play. And I think it's well known that Monty doesn't agree with how he plays. You know what I mean? And if they would have just had a third option, which should be their number one pick over Luka Doncic a couple years ago, and he just didn't show up for him at all, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, so that, that, that that's it's unfortunate, and it, so like I guess with Monty again, it's like I get it, but still unfortunate. Yeah, Pop says reported that Suns want Tyron Lue. Don't understand that. What do you think about that as a potential fit for them? They got to make a lot of changes, regardless of who they get. Um, I, 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 
I used to be kind of a, I won't say a Ty Lu hater, but it was more of like, prove to me, prove to me what you can do without LeBron. Like, right. That's the reason why I like certain coaches who are able to win without superstars, right? When you can win without superstars, when you can have great playoff success, you know, without you superstars. Put teams together, yeah. Exactly. Play together, yeah. Because player development is a coach's job, right? Right. Yes, it's nice when these players, oh, let's let's join together at this spot and we'll win a championship, right? Uh, but like players who can actually like, or coaches who can coach a team without you know the top talent in the NBA can win games. Like that's um, it's one of those things. And I think Ty Lue was able to do that. Um, you know what I'm saying? But you know he he has talent with him now. But I think just dealing with the injuries they had to deal with with with. Uh, with Kawhi and Paul George and still getting to the playoffs in the West. Um, I, he, he's proved to me he's a good coach. So, but, yeah. but he can't do it without help. Like they got to restack, they got to retool. They need to, they have, they need to have a great free agency and a good draft. Um, otherwise yeah. they're struggle next year too. Yeah. No, I feel you. Um, another little quick breaking news. Spurs have um, secured the number one pick in the draft lottery. Um so uh, that's crazy. It looks like they're going to get Wimbayamba, um, and uh, and uh, Pop is going to have a chance with another Frenchman. You know what I'm saying? This time, probably the first round pick. I don't think there's going to be any question about that. So yeah, um, that'll be interesting. <clears throat> All right. We really got to buzz through now. We only got a few more minutes before the Express is going to hit the train station. So um, the 76ers are the next team to crash out behind a big performance from Jason Tatum, um, you know, and Doc Rivers uh, soon after was the casualty of that. Um Questions are, you know, are Harden is Harden gonna re re up? Um, you know, what's gonna make him beat happy? We know how Pops feels, but he's got a comment in here. But real quick, Strizzy, your your sixty second take on the Sixers for sure, man. I, one thing about Doc Rivers is I think Doc Rivers has been holding on to that uh, Celtics championship for a little too long. Um, he hasn't made it out of the semifinals uh, semifinals of the playoffs um, since that championship, right? Uh, between the Seventy Sixers right. or or uh, uh, the Clippers. So um, I think same thing I just talked about. He's had a great, gr some great superstars, but where's the coaching? Where's the player development? When they right. grabbed, when they grabbed James Harden, you look at a guy like Tyrese Maxey who had a great year prior to James, and then as soon as James gets there, he just kind of falls to the wayside, right? And mm -hmm. I, I think that really helped or hurt his development. Um, so honestly, I, I'm not surprised to see Doc go. I was actually thinking that they were going to let him go um, right. after that, after that blow up. I agree. I think it was time for him. And I really just hope, like, honestly, wherever he goes, he's going to be a retread. Like, I'm sorry, Doc, but I think it might be time just to just to go chill. You know what I'm saying? Go sit down somewhere. But we'll <laughs> see. Um, Unc mentions D'Antoni rumored to be headed to Philadelphia. When I saw this, I was just like, man, another retread. Like, why are we going to go do the same thing over and over? It seems like the carousel is literally that, a carousel where everybody just makes their stop at the next place and yeah. then they move on. But um, um, I don't know. I, I was disappointed in the Sixers. But you know, honestly, they they maybe they shouldn't have been in that position anyways against the Celtics to get you know to have that uh, chance. Um, you know, they they the Celtics kind of let them hang in earlier. Um, so they you know maybe they maybe they didn't really have a chance in that series. I don't know. But um, Embiid's disappointing for sure. He didn't really live up to it. He finally got his MVP as Pop said up here. Um, but um, but the, you know um. He says he's ready to get Harden and Embiid up out of there. <laughs> it is very disappointing. Also, Unk says um, Embiid was incredibly disappointing. So, yeah, that was kind of the 76ers. We'll see where they go from there, but I think it's going to look very different another team next year. 
Um, I will say this though, Pops did have a comment up there when he when he talked about uh, Embiid blaming other people again for his disappointment. It actually legit pissed me off when he talked about you know he needed more help than just from you know him and James. But right. when you look at the game seven, three players essentially outscored you on your team. Right. They everybody else did their job. If you would have done yours, exactly. it would have been a different story. Both of them were terrible, and then they said we need more help. Exactly. No, you got to be better in that situation. Exactly. Maxi and and uh, <laughs> the light skinned brother. I'm losing his name right now. Harris. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tobias Harris both outscored you, and from a percentage point of view, uh, PJ Tucker outscored you as well, even though he didn't take as many shots. So it's right. like, what what exactly were you expecting, dog? You could have. Jason Tatum had a horrible game six. If you were going to take them out, it should have been game six. It shouldn't even have been a game seven. Right. Right. You shouldn't have gotten to that position. No, I I agree with you. And again, yeah, this year it was we needed more help. It can't just be us. Last year it was we need P.J. Tucker. We're just not physical enough. The year before that, Ben Simmons, he can't shoot. He can't score. So yeah. every year is something, and every Almost. year it's a, it's a second-round exit. So, yeah. um, so something's got to change. So Pops, you heard I'm with you now, Pops. I, I, <laughs> I was so disappointed in the, in the exit interview. Uh, you're right, man. You're right. It's going to be excuses forever with him. It, it just yeah, is. for sure. Okay, all right, so um, only a few minutes left here, but we got to hit up uh, the Eastern Conference Finals. That starts tomorrow. Strizzy's Heat as an eight seed taking on the Boston Celtics. Um, Strizzy, you gave me a couple of your X factors for the game. What do you think, though, about the series? Absolutely, man. Uh, since last year in the playoffs, I've been kind of disappointed in Bam's play. He hasn't been the uh, the number two guy that we really expected him to be. Um, he he, We need him, right? Like, we already know what Jimmy's going to do in this. The Eastern Conference Finals, Jimmy's probably going to average 30. We need Bam to give us 20 to 22 and 10, easy. And, and if he can't do that, we're, we're going to be out again. And uh, so we really need Bam to step up, be physical, like be actual physical and not be afraid again to the paint. There's nobody on that team that he should really be afraid of that's really going to out that. Who's just like, you know, there's no Embiid on that team. There's no Joker right. on that team, right? They don't um, play so, Grant Williams enough, so. Exactly. And Grant Williams <laughs> we're not worried about. So, yeah. We we really you know with with Tyler Hero still out with a broken hand like we really need Bam to get in there and, and do what we're used to Bam doing, um, and in regards to the Boston Celtics the bench right like you you look at you know one of the most dangerous things about the Celtics is their depth we saw how well they played in Game Six like I said with with Jason Tatum playing a really a really bad yeah. game like that was right. a real that should have been like they Sixers should have sent them home <laughs> you know what I mean like that if that was a game that they were gonna win it should have been that game because Jason Tatum did not play well. Um, and they didn't. So um, I, I feel like, you know, we already know what Jason Tatum's going to do, what they need JB to do. But you look at Brogdon, you look at some of those other guys, uh, White, those guys, they're really going to need those guys to step up because, the, you know, I think I see a lot of really low-scoring defensive games in this one. Yeah. No, I agree. Great assessment, great analysis. I'm excited, too. I forgot Brooke, uh, uh, um, Blake Griffin was actually on their bench still. You're talking about their depth. I'm like, dang, and he don't even ever play. I mean, not that he can – do too much to contribute, but definitely a deep team. Uh, they're deeper than Tatum and Brown, which is, you know, who you only really ever hear about. So right. um, I think that the Heat, though, are kind of being disrespected in this series as far as at Vegas. The odds are heavily against them. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I don't really understand why, especially because these teams have faced off three of the last four times in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. They know them very well. And Jason Tatum, like, they went there last year, yes, but I'm still not really sold that, you know, in some of those big games that he kind of folds up. Now, of course, I'm saying that days after game seven, 51 points, but is that going to be the norm? You know, is that going to be, or, or is that an anomaly? You know, and, and I think that the heat, Jimmy Butler, he's just that veteran. 
He yeah. might kind of punk him. He's going to be the person that I'd rather put my chips on. So Me I think too. that he are going to do it this time. I'm excited yeah. to see that series, though, but it's going to be very close, and the defense will be highly contested. So um, that's going to be exciting. Oh, go ahead. I my bad. I was like, every time we play the Celtic, even going back to the bubble, it goes to seven. So yeah, it's going it's going to be a fight, man. It's going to be a battle. I I would I, I love watching Jimmy go against uh, JT because yeah, he definitely always gets in his head. He talks cross crap and he, he gets into him. So. We just got to monitor those 50-point games. I think we'll think we'll be all right, man. I think we'll be all right. Yeah, I think so, too. I think so, too. So, I like it. Uh, Unk was joking earlier. You need Udonis has <laughs> back. Definitely don't need that. Relax. <laughs> all right, let's move over to the West. Uh, the Lakers-Denver, which is tipping off in just a couple minutes here. So, we're going to check that out. Um, but um, I think really the key, of course, and this is the key last time, is AD versus Jokic. But this is – AD is the best person, uh, the best big man that he's seen so far. Um, you know, he was going against Aiden. We talked about, you know, Aiden disappeared last uh, last series. And then in the first series, um, I can't even remember who they played now all of a sudden, the Jazz. Um, so not, not exactly the same there either. Um, I'm really looking for AD to have a big series. But the other thing that I think that is really going to be sneaky for the Lakers is Jamal Murray. Um, when, he's, when he goes off, um, it's a scary thing. And yeah. they were able to neutralize him last time when he was in the bubble. And that was when he first really came out and started really emerging as a scorer like that, sure. um, a, a takeover type scorer. But now, man, in these last two years, I feel like him and Jokic have both gotten better than where they were then. So it's going to be tough. I definitely think it's going to be tough. Um, the other factor is the, the Lakers bench, right? Those guys that they traded for. And of course, Reeves, what are they going to be able to do to really, you know, give the Lakers that depth they need? I'm really looking for D'Angelo Russell to be that kind of third star that he's supposed to be. He hasn't really broken out yet. Can we get some consistent games from him? Yeah. And then, of course, I just love Rory. And then um, lastly, real quick, LeBron, we have to talk about the GOAT. Honestly, what would this do for his legacy? I think it would be pretty crazy because this would be the most unlikely championship of all of them, especially considering where they started at. Um, and I'm just really hoping to see them take one more step. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what's up. But um, Pops is on me because I was talking about late goat. You know, I'm just messing around, Pops. But, um, <laughs> you know, I'm just messing around. We, we all we all know you don't have to you don't have to come and fight me about it. Um, but I do think that that would be a big thing for LeBron at this point. And I'm still looking for him to have like one of those takeover games. He hasn't really had it. Um, he's had great games when everything's going well. But, um, you know, is he going to be able to be a difference maker in this series? You know, we'll we'll see. So, your thoughts on the Lakers series, real quick, though? Oh, super quick, man. So, like one of the one of, you know one of the biggest things that you know when when LeBron was in Miami, yo, know, when uh, Spo forced him to get into the paint a little bit, yeah, he, he I think he's got to do it, man. Like when LeBron's in the post, he he he's so good, dog. Like yeah. you have to respect the double team, and he's one of the he's one of the best passers, if not one of the best the best passer in the league right now. Um, and finding the open shot, so um. You're right, man. I think everything you said is is straight on. I think the Lakers bench has to be just as good as the Nuggets bench, right? Because both of them are deep. Right. So I think this series is probably going to be extremely exciting. And, and whose bench is going to show up for who and whose secondary superstar is going to show up for who, right? So right. It, this series is going to be good, man. It's going to be really good. Yeah, no, I agree. I just think hopefully um, AD in the paint and then the rest of the Lakers in the paint will kind of force Jokic off his game a little bit. But we'll see. You know, he's he was a two-time MVP for a reason. It's yeah. definitely gonna be a tough series, yeah. um, but um, um, let's see what the comments say. Pops gave me a thumbs up. It's okay now. We're cool. Uh, Austin <laughs> Reeves and D'Angelo Russell need to play well. I agree. I think that they can really be difference makers. Um, mm -hmm. Aaron Porter because they got like they got uh, Michael Porter Jr. You know they got Aaron Gordon. Like they got depth too. So yep. um, it's gonna be an interesting series. But I I'm excited for it. And um, we'll Aaron see. Jr. You know, 
This Aaron is a bubble rematch. The thirty percent shooting last series, man. So he's going. He's going to play a lot on a KD too. I think. Right. Okay. Yeah, I think so. that's yeah, true. Yep. Um, I don't know. We'll see how it matches up. But I was going to give a shout out to Anthony Weston. I think the time change got him this time. But um, he did call it. He said he thought he was going to be a bubbles finals. You know, a final four. Mm-hmm. And it was, and um, hopefully then we'll get a bubble rematch with our two teams as well. So there you go. Um, there we we'll go. see, but we'll leave it just about right there. And again, thank you guys, Slackers, for being here with us. We appreciate you guys every single week uh, rocking with us. And um, that was episode 194. Strizzy, anything you want to um, sign off with real quick? No, man, just again, thank you, Slackers, for your flexibility. You know what I'm saying? I know it's a little, a little earlier than usual, but – you know, our, our both our teams right now in the, the conference final, so we're trying to trying to watch them as much as we can. So we do appreciate you guys as always. We love y'all. Yes, absolutely. Oh, one last thing I forgot too, though. Um, for um Sebastian, for my nephew's books are coming oh, yeah. up really soon. That's already coming up soon. We're already in the middle of May. That's gonna be early June. So the link in our bio or saylikeachamp.com, you can go to that and you can click on there. Uh, the books are five dollars if you want to donate a book. And when you go through the Amazon link at the end, when you check out, it will allow you to ship it directly to Kelly Williams. Um, that's who's collecting the book. So if you want to do it like that, it's nice and easy. Uh, I meant to talk about that, but we'll talk about that a little bit more in depth next week as well, um, because that is coming up very soon. So, yeah, I wanted to mention that real quick, too. So definitely, um, definitely. so we'll leave it right there. Thank you again, Slackers. That was episode 194. Episode 195 next week. We're, we're getting really close to 200. Um, but thank you guys so much for rocking with us. Another great week. And it's your boy, A-Dub. And your boy, Stress, I know. Peace. Thanks for listening to Say Like a Champ. Engage with us on Instagram. Share your thoughts, and you might just be featured on the show. Be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you pod so you don't miss next week's episode of Say Like a Champ.